Welcome to my mommy's podcast. This episode is sponsored by Four Sigmatic, superfood products that make my life easier, more focused, and improve my sleep. I have been talking about their ground and instant coffee for years, but I've recently added a new favorite to my list. Their vanilla or peanut butter protein powder, although really all their flavors are great. Like all of their elixirs and drinks, the protein powder is infused with superfood mushrooms for a brain and immune boost. I love to make a quick smoothie with their peanut butter protein powder and a coffee packet from them in the morning. And my kids love to do the same with their hot chocolate packets, which is also, those are a nighttime favorite in our house. Each scoop of protein powder has 18 grams of plant protein, seven functional mushrooms and adaptogens, completely organic vanilla, and not a single grain, gum, or gram of stevia. You can try it and all of their products by going to foursigmatic.com forward slash wellness mama and use the code wellness mama, all lowercase, one word, to save 10%. Again, that's F O U R S I G M A T I C.com forward slash wellness mama and the code wellness mama. This podcast is brought to you by Juve Red Light Therapy Devices. Not familiar with red light? Thousands, and yes, I said thousands, of peer-reviewed research articles have demonstrated the benefits of red and near-infrared light for things like skin health, reduced pain and inflammation, and faster muscle recovery. These are some of the same spectrums we get from the sun, although of course not as many as we get from the sun, but they provide specific benefit and can be used at home. I've personally used this to help my hair stay healthy and thick, to support my thyroid with light, and to help tighten up loose skin after six babies. One feature I love with their latest generation of products is something they call ambient mode, which uses lower intensity red light designed to be used at night as a healthy alternative to bright blue light. Using the Juve custom ambient setting at night doesn't negatively affect your melatonin production, which makes it a great way to prepare your body for bed. It's a part of my routine and I hope you'll try it too. For a limited time, all of my listeners get an exclusive discount on your first order. Go to juve.com forward slash wellness mama and apply my code wellness mama to your order. Again, that's J-O-O-V-V dot com slash wellness mama. Of course, some exclusions apply and this is a limited time offer. So hurry up and grab one now. Hello and welcome to the Wellness Mama podcast. I'm Katie from wellnessmama.com and wellness.com. That's wellness with an E on the end. And this episode is all about how to sculpt your life to be what you envision. I talk a lot about the physical side of health on here, but I have gotten an increasing number of questions and emails related to the mental health side, the emotional side, overwhelm, and everything that comes along with that. And so I wanted to have Paul on because he is a personal friend with an incredible life story, but online he's known as the personal discovery architect, and he's the visionary and creator behind the Sculpting Your Life platform, which talks a lot about the powers of rituals and habits and mindsets and how to use these to shift and make tangible changes in your life. He has a process known as tuning in, which we talk about on here for retraining your brain, essentially, which uh, over 3 million people worldwide have done. And we go through a lot of the things he talks about in this episode. A lot more of his information is available online, and that's linked in the show notes at wellnessmama.fm. But in this, we go into the mind traps we can all fall into, the direct way that our thoughts and beliefs affect our life, how to break our limiting beliefs, profound questions you can ask yourself that will help shift your mindset and your behavior over time, the reason things like I can't beliefs are so powerful, his seven steps for creating these shifts internally, 
a lot of about morning ritual and habits and how to cultivate these over time and how he uses multivariate resonant technology to help improve the brain and so much more. Uh, Paul's a fascinating guy. He's absolutely full of love and very, very generous in sharing with you guys. Uh, I think you will learn a lot from this and I am always curious to hear your feedback. So please leave a comment and let me know what you think, but I think you will enjoy this very entertaining and fascinating episode with Paul Hoffman. Paul, welcome. Hello, how are you? I'm so excited you. to chat I with know, you. It's always fun. And we get to record this one. Absolutely. It's been so long since the last time. I think the last time we met, we were at a sushi restaurant here in uh, Marina Del Rey. And uh, and now I get to spend some time with you. You are just an awesome human being, Katie. I mean, I love what you do. I love how you show up in the world. And uh, I'm honored to be uh, to be on this uh, journey with you today. Well, I feel the same way about you and you have such an incredible, so many incredible stories of your life. And for anyone who isn't familiar with you yet, I feel like probably everybody has heard one of your more famous jingles, which is the, have you driven a Ford lately? If I'm remembering correctly. That's right. Yeah. So That's right. Most people listening have heard that one. Um, and I believe you also were Pink Floyd's tour manager at one point. I was when I was very young. Uh, uh, I was 24 years old when I was there their tour manager. I, w- I worked for them for two years. Wow. So yeah, I feel like you've lived many lives in one lifetime already and many more to come probably. I, I hope to, well, you know, my mom died at 104, Katie. Wow. Right. My grandmother died at 109. Okay. That's the Italian side of my family. So I, t- I tell all my friends, here's the good news. The good news, I'm going to be around a long time. Then I say to all my adversaries, here's the good news. I'm going to be around a long time. <laughs> Good genes for sure on that one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You are always so inspiring to talk to. And that was one of the reasons I was so excited to have you on here and to let you inspire everybody listening. Um, like I mentioned, you've been through many, many, like you've already learned and shared and built so much in your life. But I think the work you're doing now is especially inspiring to me personally and what I'm excited to really delve into today. So for anybody who isn't already familiar with it, um, you have a platform that delves into sculpting your life. And I would love if we could start broad and you could just introduce us to that concept. Absolutely. So sculpting your life. So the metaphor to sculpting your life, first of all, everyone, any, anyone that's walking this earth is a work of art. We're all a masterpiece. Sometimes we just don't know it. Sometimes we just don't see it. Lots of times we get in our own way so we can't express it. But the truth of the matter is we are unique. There's nobody on this planet, Katie, that's like you. There's nobody on this planet that's like me. Just like there's no two rose petals, no two raindrops, no two snowflakes that are the same. So Sculpting Your Life came out of a um, um, a desire I had to, to really empower people to step into who they truly are. And so the metaphor for Sculpting Your Life is when Michelangelo, the great artist, looked at the block of granite many, many, many years ago, which was uh, cracked, flawed, discolored, just like human beings. Nobody wanted it, but he said, I'll take it because he saw David. And what he did was he took everything in the way, out of the way, and there's David. So if anybody that's listening has ever seen the statue of David in person, I have. It's a magnificent piece of art. And it's what each and every one of us as human beings are. So I got into this whole thing. Okay, what can I do and how can I really empower and, as I say, inspire people to to step into who they truly are so they sculpt 
the masterpiece known as you. And that's the overall uh, reaching concept of sculpting your life. And, and I do it through the power of rituals, the power of habits, and the power of what I call mindsets of success. Because everything in your life happens from some kind of a thought, belief, idea that you've had. So whatever mindset you're in is going to create whatever shows up in your life. And the way to really create, as I say, mindsets of success is to wake up every day and, and focus in on what are you going to do today to show up in the power of who you are and create a action plan so that you're, by the end of your day, you have felt that you have actually shown up and inspired and, and empowered people to do the same thing. And so the idea of the rituals, and I, go, I have a very specific ritual I do every day, and the whole idea of habits, you know, there's, there's, there's always two forms of habits. There's, you know, there's habits that are good for us. For instance, you know, obviously this, is, this podcast that we're doing now is a really good habit. It's, a, it's a something we're sharing information, we're connecting with each other, we're, we're hopefully going to be able to transform people's lives. And then there's those habits that we do unconsciously, which aren't really good for us, but we don't really know because we're not aware of what we're doing sometimes. So the whole idea of being able to have a, a powerful ritual, powerful habits, and a mindset which re really gets you to focus in on your strengths and who you are, I think is the most important thing in sculpting the masterpiece known as you. And so, you know, we, we all know that there's limiting beliefs we all have, and we all know the speak that we all have in the personal development world, you know, which I guess I am in, although I do call myself a personal discovery architect. And when I say that, people go, what the hell is that? Well, the truth of the matter is, I'm the architect of my life. And in order for me to, to, to develop whatever I want to develop in my life, I have to discover what it is that I want to develop. So I just put the whole thing together and that's how I got to what I do. So, but, but again, you know, if, if, if you can really just give yourself the, the opportunity to, to choose, I say, I always tell people choose in your favor. So every, every time you make a choice in your life, make sure it's in your favor. Now, that does, that's not an egotistical thing. That's not something that's, you know, self-serving, if you will. Um, it's really about standing in your power. Because unless you can stand in your power, you can't stand in anybody else's world and give them who the fullness of who you are. That was the long and short of it, but that's kind of what it is. That was a perfect jumping in point. And I love that you talked about thoughts, beliefs, emotions becoming like kind of really shaping your life. I think this is a concept I didn't really understand for a long time. And I, I've talked about this before in the podcast, but I did all the work in physical health and fitness to try to heal and to get my body to a place of health. And it wasn't until I addressed my thoughts and beliefs and emotions that that all changed and my physical health drastically changed. And that was almost just a side effect. But until that point, I didn't really understand. I hadn't experienced just how profoundly that impact is. And I think that this can be a little bit of a hard concept for a lot of people to understand. So can we go a little bit deeper on what you mean by your thoughts and beliefs and emotions really having that really super profound impact on your life and maybe some ways in which you can start to learn and shift those? Absolutely. So I always tell people that life's an either or principle, Katie. Okay. And it's really simple. It's not rocket science. Either you're going to do it or you're not. Okay, so, so, so say you have an idea that you want to create something in your life, whether it's a business, whether it's a love relationship, whether it's a personal relationship, 
with yourself, whatever it might be, there's always three forms to the idea. There's the A, B, and C is what I call it. A is the idea, C is the outcome, right? B, the middle part is the most important part of anything because what happens in B will determine what you're going to do in your life. Because most people, when they come up with a great idea, say, for instance, I'm going to start a podcast. Okay, let's just say somebody says that. Okay, that the outcome is I want to be able to interview people and transform lives and so forth and so on. But most people, when they do that, if they don't really know how to do it, they'll say to themselves, well, I don't know how to do that. And then they will never do it. So that's a belief that they have. I call it a mind trap. So a mind trap is a limiting belief. Okay. And I've identified 10 mind, mind traps that everybody has. Scarcity, distractions and diversions, fear of failure, procrastination and perfectionism. I am not enough. I am unlovable. Lack of responsibility and accountability. Resistance to change. Lack of commitment and low self-esteem and confidence. And we all have them either all at once or in, in different forms. And so the whole thing about being able to, to create this idea and say to yourself, well, I don't know how to do that. Well, why don't you flip that? And then why don't you ask yourself this question? Anytime you come up with something new, that's going to challenge you. That's going to really get you to, to look at your life and, and step into a new paradigm. Ask yourself the following question. What do I need to do to make it happen? And I'll give you a great example. So, Katie, I've known you a long time. I admire your work. I remember where we met. We met at Jim Quick's Mastermind many years ago, right? And I just saw Seth, your, your amazing husband, um, at Traffic and Conversions. And we we're talking, and, you know, he said, you know, I said, so, so, Seth, how do I get on Katie's podcast? So what do I need to do to make it happen? He said, we'll just make it happen. So that's a great example of me being able to go, okay, you know what? I'm going to ask for what I want. And either one of two things is going to happen. Either I'm going to get, going to get a yes or get a no. Okay. So, so when, you, when people think about how to create what they want to create in their life, if they're not going to willing to go out on the limb and challenge themselves, then they're going to stay in the status quo, what I call their storms of mediocrity. Okay. So the idea of everything in your life, I call it, so we've all heard the expression, your inner reality creates your outer circumstance. You know, that's a classic uh, a PD uh, uh, saying that has been around for many, many years. So I've had a little bit of a twist to it. I say that your environment, that's your IN, your environment creates your environment, your EN, right? And because what you put into your mind, what you read, what you watch, who you hang out with, what you listen to, all that stuff has a profound effect on your, your subconscious mind. So that what happens is if you're putting stuff in your, in your mind that isn't empowering and it's disempowering, what happens is you're going to have disempowering thoughts and you're going to start, start to not really believe that you can have what you want in what I call your ideal life. And so Everything that happens in your life, first of all, this is a huge concept. It took me many years to get. I create everything that happens in my life through some form of thought, some belief I have, some pattern that I live in, uh, uh, that I allow to, to control my mind, or some trigger that triggers me to, to either give up on myself or, or, or push forward. And so when you get really like down to the nitty gritty of it, if you're not willing to, or if you're not willing to look at 
what is getting you in the way or what is getting in the way of you having, as I say, your ideal life, then you're not going to change your life. And the most important thing that's going to help you change your life is changing your thoughts, beliefs, and ideas about what it is, what's possible for you in life. So when you come up with an idea or a thought or a belief that I can't, well, then guess what's going to happen? I can't. If you think you're poor, then guess what? You're poor. If you think abundant, then guess what? You're going to go into an abundant consciousness and you're going to find abundance in your life. Because obviously we live in an abundant universe. There is no lack and limitation here. The only lack and limitation that people believe are the ones they make up. Because we're limitless. And so that's kind of my whole belief about that. So, so, I, when, so I teach this, as I say, this concept about mind traps. You know, you, if you really, if you really take the time to, to tune in, you can really uh, identify what's holding you back in your life. But you got you to gotta be willing to do it. And most people don't want to hear the outcome that their mind is going to tell them because the outcome is not going to be in, in sync with whatever thought, belief, whatever that they have. But the truth of the matter is, if you want to change your life, as I tell this to people all the time, if you want to change your life, guess what? It's really simple. Do something different. That's it. Yeah, it's a hard truth to hear. And I resonate when you talk about this because I've said for a long time, I think we are the sum of the questions we ask ourselves. And it's so much better to give our subconscious questions like how can this happen and like open-ended creativity-based questions. But when you say like that we create everything that happens in our lives, I know we're going to have people push back on that. And I think I would have too at one point in my life. I would have said, well, no, I didn't create my Hashimoto's. This happened to me, or I didn't create the sexual assault. That happened to me. But when you actually really start unpacking it, like you said, you don't necessarily love some of those answers that come up, but it's so powerful. So I'd love to go a little deeper on how do we start unpacking these limiting beliefs? How do we start making that inner shift toward things like abundance or towards things like health or peace or wherever we want to go? What are some of those, maybe like give us some specifics on how to start that process? Well, okay. So the first thing about it, so, so, so I have this process, it's called the tuning in process. Okay. And, you know, I have a brain technology, Katie, that um, I believe I've, I've given you, you guys a, a couple of uh, free tracks to whoever wants to sign up for it. But the truth of the matter, so it's, it's all about, you know, a lot of people talk about meditation. We can get into that a little while later, but I call it tuning in. And so the most important thing that you need to do is you need to do, there's a three-step, three-step overall process to tuning in. And it's about inquiry. Those are the questions you're talking about. Inquiry. Okay. Ask yourself hard questions. Ask yourself when, when something doesn't go your way, ask yourself, why didn't it go my way? And what was my part in it? Okay. What, what was I, what was I thinking? What was I doing? What was I attracting into my life when I was trying to walk down this certain path to have a certain outcome in my life? So you want to have an inquiry. You want to then be able to discover where you are getting in your own way. Because the biggest obstacle to success, I don't care what anybody tells you, I've read, I got hundreds of books all around me about, about success and mindset and all that stuff. And I've nutted it all down to one very simple principle. That is, once you learn how to get out of your own way, then a plethora of opportunity opens up for you. Because the biggest obstacle to success is you. I don't care what you tell me. You could, you, could, you could play the victim. You could blame somebody else. 
But again, back to this whole thing where you create your own life and you create everything that happens in your life by the consciousness that you're in, in every moment of your day, then it stands to reason you have the ability to control your consciousness by how you think, what you believe, and how you show up around what's going on in your life. And so, so you know, a good example for me is, okay, so I, I like to tell people that everybody has a circle of brilliance, I call it. What is the circle of brilliance? Well, you've heard the expression that you're the, you're the average of the five people you hang out with, right? So, you know, I tend to hang out with really smart people, okay? Smarter than I am. And I'm not talking book smart. I'm just talking, you know, people that I can learn from, okay? Because I'm, I'm an open book. I'm like a sponge, man. I'm trying to grab it all, right? And so I call it my I call it your circles of brilliance because I'm I'm one of those kind of guys and it gets me into trouble sometimes. I like to create my own language. Okay. So so I call it a circle of brilliance. So what is your who who is in your circle of brilliance? Who can you go to? Who can you hang out with that empowers you to actually look at your life from a whole different viewpoint? Because once you expand your viewpoint, then your life expands. Okay. And so the whole idea of the seven step tuning in process. So tuning in is really simple. Have you ever, you, so for those of you who have, that have read the book, The Power of Now, okay, which, which was one of my favorite books, but for one reason, okay, which was the, the concept that uh, Eckhart Tolle came up with, which is called The Witness. Okay, so what that means from that book is basically once you can witness your life, so you step out, Okay, and look at your life. You witness what you're doing. You witness your behaviors. You witness your thoughts. You witness how you show up. You witness who you hang around with. All that stuff gives a profound effect on the outcomes that are going to happen in your life. So the seven step tuning in process is about first step is observe. Know where you are in your life. Second step is identify what's holding you back. The third step is re reframe those beliefs that sabotage you, okay? Fourth step is pivot into more a more empowering mindset. The fifth step is anchor an unstoppable belief in you. The sixth, the sixth step is activate. Activate it so you, you, you now are operating from a frequency of possibility. And integrate is simply start living it now. That's it. And so, so if you're really stuck, in, in your life and you don't know what your next step is, then again, ask yourself the one question, what do I need to do to shift? What, ask yourself, as you said, Katie, ask yourself these questions. Why, why, am I, why are the same things showing up? What, it is, what is it about me, because it's about you, what is it about me that's getting in the way of, of, of letting the, the, the magic of on wonder that's all around you to become your normal. And the truth of the matter is this, it's all about whether you think you, you, you're smart enough, whether you think you have enough money, whether you think you know the right people, you know the whole what ifs, okay? Everybody's got what ifs. And then there's the what ifs, the I can'ts, the I should have, and then someday I will. And you know that someday is not a day of the week, by the way. I love that phrase so much, yes. Right, and, and I didn't come up with that. I think, I, I mean, I read that, do you know um, Sam Horn? Yes, I love her. Yeah, I think I think that was her what her book title. Yes. Right. And so, but the truth of the matter is, is that everything again, everything in your life is a really a direct result of some thought that you've had. So when you wake up in the morning, when I talk about rituals, when you wake up in the morning, 
I spend the first hour of my day on me. Okay, I don't, I don't look at this until I finish my ritual. So my morning ritual is all about, I mean, I mean, I can give you a real quick synopsis. It's I wake up in the morning, I drink a beautiful glass of water because I need to hydrate. Because, you know, when you when you're in, in your sleep state, you're dehydrated because your body's doing its digestive stuff and all that stuff. Drink a great glass of water. Then I look at the ceiling before I get out of bed and I pray and I thank God because I, I, I pray to God. Okay. I'm not a religious person. I'm a spiritual person, but I call it God. I pray to God and thank God for another day for me to show up in my power and be able to get out of my own way. That's my prayer in the morning. And then I do a gratitude exercise. I'm grateful for three people. And I'm part of, um, um, you know, Jeff Hayes, so, who I spoke to today. He said to say hi to you. Um, so Jeff uh, created a, an app called Gratitap. G-R-A-T-I-T-A-P-P. It's a free app. I'm his partner in it. And uh, it's a gratitude app because when I do my gratitude exercise in the mornings, I used to just write in my gratitude journal. So I'd write in, you know, my one of my journals and I got tons of them. I'd write in my gratitude journal about I might, you know, who I'm grateful for. And I'd pick three people. And then you'd never see it because it's in my journal. I, you're not, I'm not going to send this to you. Right. So, so Jeff came up with this idea of Gratitap, which is basically a, an app where you, you uh, wake up in the morning, you open the app and then three people show up. Right. And if you like them, great. If not swipe, and then you can grateful for three people and then you send it. So that's my gratitude exercise. And then I read three books. Okay. Every morning I read 365 days of think and grow rich 365 days of um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I read a book called The Art of Living by a guy named Epictetus, who was around when uh, uh, Aristotle and those cats were, right? And I read those three books every day. So obviously today I read, you know, October 25th in, in Think and Grow Rich and, and uh, Seven Habits. And then with the other book, I just look, kind of pick it up, flip through some pages, and it always ends on the right page. And then from there, what I do is, I listen to my 15-minute Good Morning, Great Day sculptation, it's called. That's my brain technology, um, which I've had a little more than 3 million people download. And, and, and it's basically me talking to me and talking myself into having a successful day, right? And, and it's really cool stuff. It's you know, binaural beat, heartbeat, and breathing patterns. I call it multivariant resonant technology. It's really powerful and really works. And then what I do after I do that is I'll play with my animals. Okay, I have two beautiful cats. I used to have two dogs and two cats. I have two beautiful cats. I play with my animals because they teach me unconditional love. All right, so I want to be in a space of love. And then I walk around in my house and on my deck and I talk to my plants. Now, people think I'm crazy. I am. But plants are very, very powerful. Right. And then from then, the last thing I do after I finish all that, Katie, is I sit down and I write and I write this thing every morning. You can go to my Facebook page, Paul Hoffman, uh, Facebook.com, Paul Hoffman profile. And I write this thing every morning called Good Morning, Great Day. And it's a very inspiring thought that I write actually for myself. 
but a lot of people love it. And, and it's really about setting your day up, right? And I'm actually doing a, uh, putting them in a, a book finally. I mean, it's taken me a long time. Uh, see, one of the things, and I'll get into that in a minute. One of the things is sometimes I procrastinate, ladies and gentlemen, but that's okay. That's okay. Now I'm learning to not procrastinate. Um, but there's a whole thing around that. But, but, um, and then, so I write this. So I've, had, I've got about a thousand of them. So now I've started to edit them. And I've got now 90 of them edited. And for another two, probably another month and a half, I'll have 365 of them. And I have a publisher that's interested in them. And I'm going to put a book out called Good Morning, Great Day. You know, 365 Days of Wisdom or whatever I'll call it. Then, then from there, the, the next thing I'll do is I'll, I'll practice what I call nutritionizing. Okay. So I juice every day. I make my smoothies every day. I make my it's all good water. Did you get the it's all good bites, by the way? Okay. It's all good water. So the juice, uh, smoothies, the water. And, and then what I'll do is I'll do a very short spiritual prayer again. And then that'll take me for about an hour. That takes me about an hour for my day. And then I go out and I work out for two hours. So I'm up at 5, 5.30. So my, my routine is usually over, give or take, 6.30, 7 o'clock, my, my, my morning routine. And then, and then I'll do a two-hour workout. So that, by that time, it's around 9.30, maybe 10. I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to like go out there and just tackle the day. Okay? And, and I think that it's so important for people to understand, again, going back to what we were talking about, Katie, that whole idea of, uh, you set yourself up every day for success. You determine what it is that you want to do in your life. You know, because what you do today actually is going to determine what you're going to do tomorrow. But, but if, if you're not really conscious of what you're doing, then you're walking around unconscious. I mean, I don't know what any other way to say it. I and mean, those of us that walk around unconscious, and I used to do that, by the way, quite a bit then i then i'm i'm missing out on on all the all the magic that's that's seeking my attention so the concept that we create everything that that happens in our life like you say katie is is um is kind of like that's one of those kind of concepts that i don't know man that's a hard one to grab onto but the truth of the matter it is now listen there's crazy things that happen in life of course you know, but you know, you don't put you want to put yourself in situations where harm comes your way or whatever. But 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 the truth of the matter is, when you really when you really are conscious and know what you want to do in your life, you know, because you know where you are, then then you're at least giving yourself an opportunity to to shape shift your destiny and create a day. You know, the the perfect day. Okay, now is everything perfect? No, because if everything was perfect, there's another caveat here. If everything was perfect, you'd have nothing to work on. Okay, the truth of the matter is, man, it's fun to work on your life if you make it fun. But if you're going to be trudging through it, man, you know, it's crazy. But, you know, everybody has the, the gift in themselves to have anything that they want in their life. And, and again, you know, I understand circumstances. I get all that stuff. Listen, I had a $2,500 a week cocaine habit. For many, many, many years, folks. Okay. I was put in a straight jacket. Okay. I was sent to the 14th floor psych ward of St. Vincent's Hospital. Okay. This is after I'm making millions of dollars in the jingle business and sabotaging myself. So I'm qualified to talk about this stuff. 
truth of the matter is, man, just get out of your own way and allow who you truly are to blossom and to come out. Because, you know, there's, and I always talk about this, and this has to do with procrastination too. It's so easy to procrastinate because there's always two forms to an excuse, right? There's the excuse you make, okay? Which gives you permission to, to not do something, whatever. But then, so the excuse you make that gives you, that gives you that permission, and then there's the excuse you make for the excuse, which then becomes your reality. So I'm, I'm, I'm always about trying to discover, uncover, and discard all the stuff that's kind of like in my own way. And I've been around this planet a long time, and I'm going to keep being around it for a lot longer because, as I told you, my mom died at 104, my grandmother died at 109. I'm going to be around a long time. And, and, but I take care of myself because I, I, I have a zest to live life. I have a zest to really go out and really empower people to, to, to truly, you know, unleash their gift, unleash the treasure of who they are. Because we're all, we're all a treasure, man. We're all a masterpiece. We're all a piece of a work of art, which is why I always say, you know, if you learn how to create the proper rituals and the habits and the mindsets, then you get to sculpt the masterpiece known as you. And there's nobody like you. I don't know if that answered it, but that's what, that's my story. I'm sticking with it. It absolutely did. And I'm glad you brought up a little bit of other parts of your story as well, because I think maybe people listening could easily think, well, of course, this guy can do all this because he has had all these cool careers and businesses and he's probably life has been probably easy for him throughout all of this. So I'm glad you shared some of your own ups and downs that you've had. And now the perspective on being on the other side of that, did those shift your mindset in certain ways throughout those different challenges and experiences like where the I know for me looking back the harder times in my life actually became some of the most impactful times in my life in a very positive way now um, mm -hmm. but in the moment of course it didn't quite seem like that um, how did those really profoundly impact your life when you came out the other side of them well that's a great question and thank you for that the um so anybody ever hear about what's called the imposter syndrome you heard about that right so I, ha I had the imposter syndrome and, and I still have bits and pieces of it, folks. So, you know, I'm a self-taught musician and composer, okay? So I can play enough to be dangerous, okay? I'm not a great singer, but I, I put myself out there. But, you know, I've mastered my craft. Let me put it to you that way. And, and so when I say I'm, I'm, I have an imposter syndrome, so I've been around very, very famous people in my life, okay? And I'm not a stargazer, but, but the point I'm trying to make here is that when I was in the jingle business and I was making millions of dollars and I was snorting $2,500 a week of cocaine and I was on top of the world and I was being interviewed by CBS and NBC and CNN and all this kind of stuff, if you will, it's only just stuff. Um, I would be doing jingles. You know, I'd be in a studio. I had been, I'd write this thing. And then I'd go in and, and I'd have an arranger take my comp composition and arrange it, whether it be for strings and horns or rhythm section, whatever it might be. And the people that would play on my jingles were people that you probably know who they are. So if anybody ever watched the David Letterman show when it used to be on, that his band, the Letterman band, was guys that played on my jingles. Okay. Michael Bolton used to sing my jingles. Okay. Luther Vandross used to sing my, I mean, so all these people sing my jingles. And every time 
they'd come into the studio, I would think they'd look at me like I was a phony because I wasn't, I, I, I never studied music, you know? And these guys are like, you know, consummate musicians, like the string players I used to hire used to be, you know, were Juliet, Juilliard graduates and they were playing in the New York Philharmonic. Okay, so I, I would always think that they would think I was like a fraud. And, and that went on for years and years and years. And then when I got into the, um, what I do now, the whole teaching area, what I do, I mean, I got into it very simply by, there was a guy named T. Harbecker. I don't know if you knew who he was, okay? Peak Potentials. So I went to his event and uh, he invited me. It was called the Millionaire Mind Intensive. Three-day event, great teacher. Basically, he taught you about if you, you know, you, how to change your money blueprint. So if you think poor, then you're poor. If you think abundant, you're abundant. But anyway, again, it's all consciousness. So I sit there, sat there for three days. It was my first experience in a personal development uh, world. He comes up to me after the event. And he says, hey, so what do you think, bro? What do you think? I said, Art, you're a really good teacher, man. Your music sucks. He said, what do you mean my music sucks? Well, so I said, well, Harvey, you know, I'm sitting here for three days and all you play is, is popular songs about money that you think fit into your principles, but they don't. And so what if you had your own song? He said, well, how would I do that? I said, I'll write it for you. So I wrote him a song called I've Got a Millionaire Mind. Okay. And, and, and then he said, okay, man, this is great. Can you write songs for all my courses? And then Jack Canfield called me, Mark Victor Hansen and Brenda Burchard and Alex Mendoza, you know, the list goes on. And, and I created this company called Success Songs, where, where you can go to it now and get a song for free. But anyway, the point is, is that then I said to Harv one day, I said, Harv, you know what, man? I want to start speaking on the stages because I, I had this deep, deep desire to really change people's lives. Because as I teach, Katie, I'm learning. Because I teach what I need to learn. You know, we've all heard that expression, right? And so I said to Harv, man, I'd love to be able to, to speak on your stages. He said, well, what, do you, what would you speak about? I said, well, I'd speak about rituals, habits, and mindset. And I, you know, went over the whole story about, like I'm telling you. And he said, great, let's, let's do it. So he booked me on the stages. Then all of a sudden, all these other people started to call me. And yet I still thought that I was a fraud. Because I don't, you know, I'm not, I, 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 you know, I've, I've, read, I've read all the stuff. But, you know, I always tell people there's no original ideas. There's no original ideas. There's just your interpretation, which is original, by the way, but it's your interpretation of an idea, right? So when I say, you know, your inner reality creates you out of circumstance, I mean, Jim Rohn, I think, said that, you know, John Maxwell said that. All these people have said that, right? And I just, I talk about it differently. I say, well, your environment creates your environment, right? And so, but I still, and then finally, at one point, I just woke up one day and I said, you know, Paul, why don't you stop getting in your own way? Why don't you get out of your own damn way and just go out and put it out there, man. Just be authentic. Just be authentic. People will respond. Okay. And that's kind of what happened. But I'll tell you what, I can still go in my recording studio and, 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 and I'll write a song. I'm actually going to, uh, I'm working on an idea now for something, but I, I will tell you the first thought I get, have in my head when I sit down at my keyboard, right. And remember, I'm not a great player, but I sit down at my keyboard, right. The first thought I have in my head is like, nobody's going to like this. That's the first thing I'm telling you the truth. And then finally, it's like, wait a minute, bro. I catch myself. Wait a minute. Okay. 
listen, man, three million people have listened to my stuff. I've made millions of dollars with my music. I, I think I'm, I think I'm, I've been successful in my music business. So get out of your own way and just go for it. And and that's kind of how it is. And and everybody on on this call and everybody that's in your in your tribe, Katie, which is a powerful powerful group of people, man, because you show up. I mean, you are light. You really are. And and that's why I wanted to be on this course. I want to get some of your light, my dear. I want to get some of your light. And um, but the truth of the matter is, man, it's like you know, if you just take a deep breath, slow down, and just breathe in the truth of who you are, you can let go of all that negative stuff. You can let go of all those mind traps that you think are your truth. The only truth that you have is the truth that you believe about you. And if you don't think you can do it, then figure out a way to do it, okay? But don't give up on yourself because giving up is not an option. It's just not an option. Because if you give up, you stay in the same place that you've been in the same place and same place and 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 then just it's like a hamster wheel. You're going around and around and around. So I've learned that, okay, we I might not be the smartest guy in certain things. I know a lot of stuff. I know a lot of people. I've had great success in, in, in spurts, not spurts. I've made millions and lost millions, by the way, okay, and made it again. But it's not about the money. The money is only is only energy. Money is only energy. It's what you do with the money that's important, okay, and and so at the end of the day i finally just said to myself you know what man why don't you just put it out there put yourself out there and let the universe let the universe guide you cuz if the universe knows this is important guys if the universe knows that you're ready it will give you whatever's necessary for you to have whatever you want in your life but if the universe feels you're not ready it won't give it to you because the universe isn't screwing around here. And the universe wants powerful people on this planet, inspiring people so that the world is works for everybody. So that this is a, a, a we, we live in a world and we and the world's crazy right now, as we all know. There's crazy stuff. And I, you know, politics is not my thing, but there's just crazy ideas going on around the world. But the truth of the matter is you don't have to buy into any of that stuff. All you need to do is show up. That's all. Just show up. And I feel like maybe an important piece I'd love to touch on, you've touched on this a little bit, but is the idea of how to direct the active mind. Because I think a lot of people maybe feel like thoughts and emotions are just things that happen to us. And making the shift and learning how to direct that, I feel like it's very pivotal for all these things we're talking about. So if someone maybe feels like they're in a place of, well, I just have these emotions, I have these thoughts, they happen to me, how can they start to learn to direct the active mind? Good question. The truth of the matter is that Nothing happens to you. Let me just start there. Nothing happens to you. You create what happens. So it doesn't happen to you. You create what happens. And so your mind is active. And so I teach, you know, one of my, my, my um, brands is, is it's called Sculptations, and it's a brain technology. Okay. And so um, I take binaural beats heartbeats and breathing patterns. I put it together. I call it multivariant resonant technology. Okay. I've had a little more than 3 million people download it. I write all the music. It's all really cool. I do the visualization over it, which I call mind sculpting. And I take you on a journey. But the, the truth of the matter is, is that your mind is always going to be active because your mind is always looking for what you're placing into it. So how do you direct your mind? 
just be mindful about what you're putting in it. Okay. And so when most people say, you know, man, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to just sit down and meditate and quiet my mind. My first thing, my, here's my, my first response to that, Katie, is good luck. Good luck. You know, and if you learn how to do that, please let me know. Because your mind is not designed to be quiet. Your mind's designed to be active. But your mind, if you know how to learn how to direct it and control it by what you put into it, I mean, that's as simple as it gets, believe me. Then what happens is you can direct that active mind to be active in the direction that you want it to go. But if you don't know what you want, and if you're floundering because you're unsure, and by the way, that's okay, because it, it, you know, it, it, takes, it takes discipline, determination, and commitment to really figure out what it is that you want in your life, because the first thing you need to know in life is, what do you want? Then you need to know, why do I want it? Okay? And then the third thing is, what do, I, what, what do I want? Why do I want it? The third thing is that question I said, what do I need to do to make it happen? But your active mind is always going to be active. It's, you know, it's that whole fight or flight. We all know about this stuff, okay? But, but if you're not able to understand where you are in your life right now, where's your, where's your sweet spot, then what happens is, is that you're going to be you're bombarded with all this stuff. That's why when I, when, I, when I start my day, Katie, and I don't look at this damn thing, because see this right here? This is a freaking addiction, okay? Because life is an addiction. You call it whatever you want. It's not just drugs and alcohol, believe me, okay? But if you're going to give your power over to something outside of you, game over. You've lost the day, okay? And so to, to, to really discover what it is that you want, it's, it, takes, it takes a strong mindset and a belief in your ability to have what you want. And then when you tune into your active mind, if you tune in with the right questions as you brought up, which is a great, great, great concept, uh, which everybody should practice, by the way, uh, and I'm not that great at it, sometimes I am, but then what happens is you, you're giving your active mind, because your active mind's always seeking activity. It wants to know where you want it to go. That's how your mind works. So if you can direct your mind, then you can take it anywhere you want to take it. If you can't direct your mind, guess what? Your mind's going to take you where, where it wants to take you by the, by the emotions. See, if, you know, if, if you, if you, first of all, it's a very important to, to, to check in with your emotions. And check in with your feelings. Now, when I was snorting $2,500 worth of cocaine, you know, uh, a, a week, uh, it was like, you know, my emotions and feelings were all over the freaking place. And that was my comfort to like, go, oh, you know, just whatever. It was my comfort to, to do that kind of stuff. Obviously, it wasn't good for me. And I knew it wasn't good for me. But you know what? I was still, I had all these other things going on the imposter syndrome relationships. I remember, you know, one time, Katie, when I, I stopped doing cocaine for a minute. Okay. I know I haven't done cocaine in over 30 years and I never will again. Thank God. But remember I went to a rehab, right? I went to four rehabs, by the way, folks. And, uh, and each one of them had a profound effect on me. Uh, and finally the last one got me to stop doing what I was doing, which was a destructive behavior. Um, but I remember, you know, the second rehab I went to, um, it was an outpatient program. I went to see the doctor and we had to take a urine test. I walked in and he said, you know, by the way, your urine's dirty, man. I said, yeah, I know. He said, well, why, why did you slip? They call it a slip. 
I said, well, it was, I blamed it on my girlfriend. It was her fault. She didn't put the spoon in front of my nose. She didn't go buy the cocaine. She didn't do any of that stuff. But it was her fault that I snorted. You see, so that's that, when, when you start to deflect and do that kind of stuff, then you're certainly not directing your mind the way you want it to go, but you're, you're actually letting your mind play games on you. And so you've got to be really, really, really focused and, and, and attentive to what's going on. But if you think you're going to stop and, and quiet your mind, then I would suggest go live in the Himalayas, look at a tree for 40 years, and you might be able to quiet your mind. But if you want to live a life that's full of possibility, full of opportunity, full of showing up in the power of who you are, then you're going to be active and move in the direction that you want to go. And when one door closes, another one's getting ready to open. When you say no to something, you're saying yes to something else. And, and at the end of the day, if it's really not going the way you want to go, practice my favorite word, which is next. What's happening? This isn't happening next. Because I'm telling you, the universe is there for you. The universe is there for you. It's a very spiritual concept. I understand that. And I know everybody here believes it. Okay. But the universe is there for you, provided you give the universe the reason for it, for, for it to be there for you. That's my story. I'm sticking with it. Okay. You know, and, and I don't put myself in situations anymore where I'm challenged in ways by, by toxic energy. And you know what that, what that looks like, Katie. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners do too. You know, so I remember I had a buddy of mine years and years ago, and he's since passed away, but this guy would give me the shirt off his back. I mean, this guy, his name is Marty. God bless you, Marty. May you rest in peace, bro. He was an amazing human being. But Marty was one of the most negative people I ever met in my life. And so every time I'd say to Marty, Marty, how you doing, man? He'd go through this tirade, five-minute tirade about how his life sucked, Right. And yet, guy's driving a nice car. He's got all the trappings, if you will. He just didn't have this. He just didn't have the right mindset. And so finally, one day, Katie, I said to Marty, Marty, I love you, bro. I cannot hang out with you anymore. Because I don't want that energy. I don't want that stuff around me. Because that, that, affects, that affects who I am. That affects how I think. That affects the beliefs that I have. And that chips away at the the... the the belief and the confidence that I've created in my life, which has taken me years to do. And that's okay. It's taken me years to do because it's my journey. All right. And I own it, but everybody's got a different journey. And so, you know, I, I, I tend to just, I don't, I don't hang around with negative people. I don't put myself in toxic situations and I, I control my destiny. And some days I don't like the way it looks, Katie. I will tell you that, but you know what? This too shall pass. Yes, every storm runs out of rain. I remind myself that when things seem tough. There you go. The sun's always shining, folks, even when it's cloudy. Exactly. This episode is sponsored by Four Sigmatic, superfood products that make my life easier, more focused, and improve my sleep. I have been talking about their ground and instant coffee for years but I've recently added a new favorite to my list. Their vanilla or peanut butter protein powder, although really all their flavors are great. Like all of their elixirs and drinks, the protein powder is infused with superfood mushrooms for a brain and immune boost. I love to make a quick smoothie 
with their peanut butter protein powder and a coffee packet from them in the morning. And my kids love to do the same with their hot chocolate packets, which is also, those are a nighttime favorite in our house. Each scoop of protein powder has 18 grams of plant protein, seven functional mushrooms and adaptogens, completely organic vanilla, and not a single grain, gum, or gram of stevia. You can try it and all of their products by going to foursigmatic.com forward slash wellness mama and use the code wellness mama, all lowercase, one word, to save 10%. Again, that's F O U R S I G M A T I C dot com forward slash wellness mama and the code wellness mama. This podcast is brought to you by Juve Red Light Therapy Devices. Not familiar with red light? Thousands, and yes, I said thousands, of peer reviewed research articles have demonstrated the benefits of red and near infrared light for things like skin health, reduced pain and inflammation, and faster muscle recovery. These are some of the same spectrums we get from the sun, although of course not as many as we get from the sun, but they provide specific benefit and can be used at home. I've personally used this to help my hair stay healthy and thick, to support my thyroid with light, and to help tighten up loose skin after six babies. One feature I love with their latest generation of products is something they call ambient mode, which uses lower intensity red light designed to be used at night as a healthy alternative to bright blue light. Using the Juve custom ambient setting at night doesn't negatively affect your melatonin production, which makes it a great way to prepare your body for bed. It's a part of my routine and I hope you'll try it too. For a limited time, all of my listeners get an exclusive discount on your first order. Go to juve.com forward slash wellness mama and apply my code wellness mama to your order. Again, that's J O O V V dot com slash wellness mama. Of course, some exclusions apply and this is a limited time offer. So hurry up and grab one now. And as I knew our time would fly by as I knew it would. And a couple, I want to make sure we have time for my last few questions that I love to ask. And the first being if the three things that people either don't know or misunderstand about your area of expertise. Okay, so I'm going to go back to, um, um, and I, I gave this some really great thought because they're really great questions, Katie. You are, you are a rock star, young lady. Okay, so, um, so the first one is about, you know, meditating. Okay, people, and I, so, so most people um, think there's a right or a wrong way to meditate. There is no right or wrong way to meditate. This is not, that's not what it's about. And meditation is just tuning in. You're tuning into your active mind so you go on an intentional search for what you seek in your life. So it's not about sitting, you know, it's okay. You can sit there, you can walk around and meditate, you can do whatever, but if you're looking for a specific outcome, then make sure the intention that you set for the tuning in has, has an intentional outcome because intention is a very important part of it. So it's nothing about, you know, am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? So I think that's a big misconception. So I think most people sometimes will we'll sit down and try to meditate. And, and after two minutes or after five minutes or after 10 minutes or after whatever, they'll say, say, well, geez, I didn't get anything. Well, maybe that's what was supposed to happen. You weren't supposed to get anything. How about that? What, what, whatever. It's a practice. It's a practice. It takes a practice to be able to tune into your active mind. Okay. How long did it take you to learn how to ride a bike? It was a practice. Okay. So you got to practice it every day. Put it in your success toolkit and do it the way you want to do it. There's lots of different ways to meditate. I call it tuning in. There's a seven-step tuning in process. I take you through a journey. I observe, identify, reframe, pivot, anchor, activate, and integrate. Okay. That's one thing. The second thing is, you know, most people don't understand 
they they play the victim and they play the blame game. And like you said, you know, why is this happening to me? Well, why it's happening to you is because you're attracting it. Because what your consciousness is, that's why it's freaking happening to you. Okay, so most people understand the biggest obstacle to success, whatever it looks like to you in life. I'm not talking about monetary success or if that's what it is that you want is you. So get out of your own freaking way. So that your environment is a vibrational match with your environment. And then you'll be able to attract and manifest manifest the ideal life you desire. Because only you hold the key that unlocks your gift. That's the second thing. The third thing is there's always two forms to an excuse. That's my one of my favorite. I love talking about excuses, right? There's an excuse you make that gives you the permission to put off something and make the excuse. And I'm, you know, you know, I mean, I don't know how many times, Katie, in my life I went and so I, you know, I need to clean the garage, whatever it might be. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I need to uh, work on this program I'm, I'm doing, but I'll always find something else to do instead. Now, why do I do that? Because I have some fear of wanting to do what I'm supposed to do. See, so I'm, I'm very mindful of what my, my mind traps are, okay? And it takes practice. But there's always two forms to an excuse. The excuse you make, and then there's the excuse you make for the excuse, okay? And then that becomes your reality. So if you want to continue to make excuses for who you are, go right ahead, okay? The universe will not listen to you. It will start putting stuff in your way that will make you trip up and, and, and eventually get into understanding that you create your life. You create your life. I have this expression I always say, which is life is what you make it. So pay attention to how you show up for you. Because the biggest thing about if you don't show up for you in life, you can't show up for anybody. Because it's you that, it, that attracts who you want to attract in your life. It's you that attracts the circumstances that you put yourself into. It's you that will attract the success you want. It's you that's sending out this waveform of of energy and frequency that comes back to you in the form that you send it out. So if you want to send out that your life sucks, you know what's going to come back? Your life sucks. Excuse my language. So that's, so again, those are the three things that, that I find that I practice every day. I mean, I have them all over my house. You know, I have another great quote in my house, which was by Edison. He said, I didn't fail. You know, he tried to invent the light bulb. I don't, but I think Tesla invented the light bulb anyway. But anyway, it doesn't really matter. But, but, but Edison said, I didn't fail 10,000 times when he tried 10,000 ways to do this. He said, I just found 10,000 ways not to do it. Now, think about that, folks. It's a practice. The first, time out, the first time out of the gate, you might hit a home run, but maybe not. So you got to learn how to hit curveballs. You got to learn how to hit softballs. You got to learn how to hit fastballs. You got to learn how to get out of your own way. And that's the important part. I love it. And lastly, I think you're going to have a great answer to this one. But if there's a book or a number of books that have had a profound impact on your life, and if so, what they are and why. Okay, so I've got seven books. I thought about this, Katie. I looked because I, I got I got hundreds of books all around me, and I, I love them all. All right, and I've actually not read them all cover to cover, but I've read at least one page in all of them. Right. Um, so there's a book called The Kabbalion, K Y B A L I O N. It's about Hermetic philosophies. Okay, it's old Egyptian stuff, right? But it's about it's about universal principles and universal laws. It's a great book. 
Then there's a book called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer, okay? There's a book called Habits by Charles Delug. Now, I've, I've probably read every book out there on habits, okay? Because I teach habits. Then there's a book on mindset by Carol Dweck, okay? Then there's a great book by this guy named Ray Dalio, who's a, um, he's in the financial world. He has a book called Principles, which is a really, really good book. And it's about life principles and how he, he tr translates his principles to his work, right? And then, of course, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey and Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. You can't go wrong reading that book. And those are the books that I, I, I that are, are, they're all around me. I mean, I've got them right here. All I got to do is go like this. They're on my fingertips all the time because I get something out of them all the time. And lastly, any parting advice or where people can find you to keep learning from you? You can find me if you go to the post office, you can see my picture. No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I'm on the most wanted list. People say that to me. Where did I, where did I, where did I meet you, Paul? I said, could have been at the post office. You might've seen my picture in there, you know, on the, on the FBI's most wanted list, but maybe not. Um, you can reach me at uh, sculpting your life, sculpting your life.com, S-C-U-L-P-T-I-N-G, your life.com, uh, which will then take you to my other products and brands. I'm not trying to sell anything, but you can always down some, download some stuff for free. My email, my personal email, everybody, is paulhoffman24 at gmail.com. Now, if, you, if you're afraid to send me an email because you have a question, that's on you. But if you have a question, you can email me and guess what? I will get back to you. Okay. You can say in the subject line, heard you on Katie's podcast. Okay. And the third thing, how you can get in touch with me. Guess what? Ready? My cell phone. It's 323-810-5588. Now you can call me or text me anytime you want. And guess what? If I don't answer the phone, I'll call you back because I'm here to serve. Okay. Katie's audience. I wanted to be on this podcast. I love what she does. I, I love her energy. I love her frequency. I love how she's out in the world up-leveling and uplifting people. And I wanted to be uplifted too by her. And you know what? I'm just grateful and thankful that she said yes to me being on here and me spewing my whatever. But yeah, I'm just if you, if you got a question for me, let me know what's going on. Because as Katie said at the beginning of this thing, it's like, when you ask good questions, you get great answers. And so if you got a question that maybe I can help you with, I'm, I'm here to support you. Don't worry, I'm not going to ask for your credit card. I don't care about your credit card. I'm here to help and, and serve you because each and every one of you is a masterpiece. And it's time that you sculpt it the way that you want to because life is what you make it. So don't let anybody ever tell you differently. And especially don't let this up here tell you differently. Wow. I think you might be the first guest to give out a personal cell phone number, and I'm sure people will take you up on that. So you'll probably hear from some of the people listening today. That is a very generous offer, Paul. Absolutely. And I will make sure to include links to um, all of the resources you mentioned and to some of the, my favorite jumping in points so people can keep learning more from you online as well, because you've published so much and have so many resources there. Um, but as always, it was a pleasure to chat with you. I know that you balance many things in your life and I appreciate you taking the time to be here today and share so much of your story. So just thank you. Thank you. And thanks for having me, Katie. This is very exciting for me. I've, I've looked, I was looking forward to this, man. This is why I, I do what I do. 
And, and this is why I hang around people like you. And so if this is any indication for all the listeners out here of how to do it, this is how to do it. Oh, well, thank you for being here so much. And thanks to all of you guys, as always, for listening, for sharing your most valuable resources, your time, your energy, and your attention with us today. We're both so grateful that you did. And I hope that you will join me again on the next episode of the Wellness Mama podcast. If you're enjoying these interviews, would you please take two minutes to leave a rating or review on iTunes for me? Doing this helps more people to find the podcast, which means even more moms and families can benefit from the information. I really appreciate your time and thanks as always for listening.